Welcome back to the Legal Weekly Wine, where we talk about the hottest legal topics of the week. I'm Virginia Tarani. And I'm Chelsea Rogers. And we're part of Tarani Law LLC because you never need a lawyer. Till you do. This week, we are talking about Gwyneth Paltrow and the ski case. And we're going to throw in a little bit of mix of the TikTok testimony in front of Congress because it all seems a bit of a circus. I think circus is the right word. (laughs) Um, Maybe not strong enough. If there's a word just stronger, like, I don't know, Cirque du Soleil. (laughs) Yeah, but that's at least pretty. Yeah, this is not. This is like a hot mess. This is more elephants. Yes, actually. Yeah. That's that's perfect. Not my circus, not my monkeys, but oh my gosh, are we going to talk about it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Maybe more a zoo then. A zoo. Then a circus. There we go. Um, It's been quite of a zoo. Quite a zoo. And we, last week we touched on some of the testimony. We we did our first live last week. It was fun. Which was a lot of fun. We were dealing with a lot of different issues with audio and video and we are, we are figuring it out, but it was our first live one. We had a lot of fun. Thanks for those of you who joined us. Yes, we are very grateful for you joining us. Let us know if you want us to do another live, but we also posted um, a cleaner version <laughs> of the live one in our normal podcast and especially on Podbean and the, the audio ones. You should hear the normal audio. We are back this week as a non-live version, so which means... It is Thursday. It is actually Thursday when we're recording. We publish on Friday because it's the end of the week. It's happy hour. Sometimes we actually record on Friday and publish on Friday. Mm-hmm. It just depends. We're actually on Thursday today. So when you hear it, it will be Friday for yes. happy hour. Yes. We publish at 4 p.m. on Friday. You will be hearing this, and you may already know what has happened with the final verdict in the Paltrow trial. I'm jealous of future people who already know because I have some thoughts, but I don't want to be wrong again. My prediction was so wrong for the murder. We both had poor predictions. I feel like yours was less wrong than mine. I don't know. No, they were both wrong. We, We guessed wrong. But what we're going to do is we're not focused on the actual verdict, though. I hope you enjoy this talk in relation to what the verdict actually is, because we are going to be giving some legal thoughts. Yes. Not advice, but legal thoughts and opinions about the crazy testimony that's happened in this trial, because it has been the zoo. Truly, since we first talked about it, I do think my... My opinion has shifted a little bit. Um, I think both the plaintiff and defendant are unlikable on stand. Like, I don't think either of them really garner sympathy. I agree. I agree. The optics aren't great. True. Neither one has made friends um, in this, especially of the public. The court of public opinion is not nice. Not at all. And we're part of that public. So God forgive us as we start to drink and then talk about it. So we're drinking as part of the weekly wine. We have chosen a white wine this week. Going back to those, we are doing a Pinot Grigio, a Da Vinci 2021. And God, I'm getting so old (laughs) because y'all my, I laughed. Okay. I'm putting this down and you're going to have to hear a little bit of a tangent as I do this. I can't pronounce it. I will put it on the links below. So in the comments on both the audio and the video YouTube version, you will see the weekly wine. 
You can see it sometimes if it actually has a website, I will link it to that. You can see which one it is, but here's my tangent. Then we'll post. I laughed so hard at my dad when he turned 40 because he went in to the eye doctor and this was back in the nineties, early nineties. Okay. He went into the eye doctor and told us this harrowing story about the eye doctor with him turning 40 and all of the different tests they put him through Mm -hmm. and the eye doctor just saying, well, of course you're going to need bifocals now that you're 40. Oh no. And I laughed so hard. And now in my little sad life after 40, (laughs) I have always been nearsighted. Always. Okay. I have worn glasses since high school. And I've always had trouble seeing distances. And for the first time in my life in the last two months, I've had to take off my glasses or move them down in order to see up close. I've never had this problem in my whole life. And now um, my husband is laughing at me saying that I need bifocals. And dad, you got your revenge. That's so funny. I'm so sorry for making fun of you all of those years ago because it wasn't fair and it wasn't nice. And... My glasses prescription is going to be changing very soon. But anyway, I'll so, make you feel better. Um, okay. I did not wear glasses until I was 21, 22. Um, I was in college and started getting really bad headaches. So I went yes. to the doctor thinking something was like wrong in my brain. And they were like, when's the last time you had an eye exam? And I was like, in college. And I was like, I don't know. Like, what? <laughs> eye exam? <laughs> right. As you do. And he's like, go check that out. Um, my first appointment, they said I was both nearsighted and farsighted. Oh. And I had astigmatism in one eye. Just a lot. But I never wear my glasses. I can just never see what's going on. <laughs> but I'm so the sorry. The scary thing is that she drives sometimes. Sometimes. This is why we need public transportation. <laughs> because people like me are on the road just whipping around. Yeah. <laughs> driving 80 miles an hour, just drinking my coffee. Um, not that not that I do that. It was a joke for legal purposes. Right. For legal purposes, this is not what she does in the future. For any possible car crash that she's involved in later. No. (laughs) But I swear it has gotten so much worse in the past three years in law school. Mm. Like, I really think, and I don't understand anything about how our body works, but I think looking at computers has to be so bad because that first year of between the reading you're doing online and just staring at the Zoom screen all the time, I feel like I can't see anything at all. And I think law school should have to pay compensation for the deterioration of my eyesight. Workers comp. There we go. Look. That's what it is. You should look into it. Honestly. Law school's weird coming point. to you. <laughs> and revenge. on that, yes, for revenge, we're going to cheer. Cheers. Oh, that was for a good eyesight one. revenge. Yeah, that was. So here we go. Do you hear my gulp? Oh, I did. Don't worry. <laughs> Oh, that's really good. I don't love it. You really? I don't. This reminds me of the other one that I said, like, tastes like summer, like light and fresh. It does taste like summer. I find it dry and bitter. Really? I do. I wonder if my taste is different because I just had the coffee. I wonder if it's impacting. You did have peppermint Peppermint coffee. coffee. So I'm wondering if it's because it tastes really light to me. I don't taste any bitterness. Hmm. Maybe it'll come. Let it, let well, it. it's the bottle is beautiful and it doesn't taste bad. It's just not my preference. That's true. But I'm glad that you like it. I and it's like not it. like I'm not going to drink it. It's not bad enough for me not to drink it. I right. just wouldn't order it out. Yeah, I really like this one. It, to me, it tastes really similar to the 
other one that I said tastes like summer. Um, so I just like, I can imagine just being on a patio or like a rooftop bar. That's a vibe. Well, it's good. Try it. Let us know what you think of the wine and hopefully you've grabbed your own glass of wine in the meantime. So we can talk about Gwyneth Paltrow and this crazy trial. Okay. Okay. So last time we talked, we talked sort of about what's going on. The short and long of it is that there was a skiing accident it's he said, she said about who yes. caused the accident. Correct. And they both have taken the stand. They now have both taken the stand. And like you said, they are not nice, likable characters. From the clips I have seen, and I've tried to watch as much of it as I could, he comes off very pompous and over the top, mm-hmm. which is annoying in its own way. Right. And she seems out of touch with reality, um, for lack of a better word, and I also find the way she presents incredibly annoying. It's, it is really sad. So there were a lot of, when we go back to the Johnny Depp trial, Yes. It, between him and Amber Heard, watching celebrities, actors on the stand gives a whole nother definition to, really? It gives, it's like an ick. I'm like, yes, there is a huge ick you, factor act and pretend to be genuine. <laughs> and that's the thing is I think that actors believe they'll be able to take the stand. And if they can't, I don't know if it's because they're actually telling the truth and not acting that they really are that. So, okay. Unfortunate. I have an opinion about this or they're in, trying to act in, res- in respect to, I don't know what I was about to say in respect to Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm-hmm. Right. I do think, and this is, and I have seen other people agree with this take. She's unlikable. But I do find her believable. And so I think she's annoying and it seems like that's her real personality and really how she presents. So it's what you're saying is they, she's like, I'm telling the truth. I'm not acting. She's insufferable, but I do find her believable. Yeah. I mean, I think if you were really acting, you would try, you would do a Cry better on the stand job. Or something. Like, you would seem more sensitive yes, and more sincere, sincere and more genuine and more likable. So maybe she really isn't acting and this is what, what you get. That has sort of been, and of course, you know, we'll never really know, but that has been my take is she comes off like a celebrity, which she is. And as much as, you know, we think celebrities are sort of unlikable, it kind of makes sense to me. And I think that actually gives the credit her as opposed to him, her being unlikable gives her credibility. I think you're right. Which and is I, such a strange thing, right? It is. And I will be really interested to see what the jury does. And I'll be interested to see if any of them actually give any interviews or statements. I'd love to. I mean, I'm sure they'll be asked to do it. They, if Yes, they will be. There are eight of them. So in Utah, yes. apparently it's an eight-member civil jury. How do they tie? I'm There's got to be some... I don't know. You know, I didn't honestly look because it might have to be unanimous. I sorry, don't know. I do this to you all the time where it's like a random state. And I'm like, tell me the specifics of their procedural rules. And I don't state. know. I know there are eight jurors. Okay. Um, I know it's different than ours, um, <laughs> but I don't know if it has to be unanimous. If What yeah. happens if there's a tie? I don't know. It's unlikely okay. to be a tie. Um, but I saw one comment. I, I've seen so many comments and I, and I did take pictures of a couple of them that I have to oh my God, I love read this. out because I have been laughing. I really should. I'm a plaintiff's attorney, right? Mm-hmm. I don't laugh at people's injuries. I swear for any current past or future clients of mine, I really don't laugh at people's injuries. Right. They really are significant and serious to me. Right. I do take them very seriously, 
but something about this trial and it has an air of goofiness just yes it feels and i will say again my big opinions about attorneys about being one some of these direct and cross examinations absurd what is why are we talking about taylor swift i you know i lost the plot there because why are why is this relevant i dislike her attorney i dislike her attorney a lot i don't like him at all i don't like um the woman attorney who was in like the blue jacket isn't that his attorney one of his attorneys like she so she was questioning and was like was talking about taylor and then she was like i'm just a country attorney you're not and it sounds insincere and patronizing like i don't patronizing either way yeah for him so as a trial attorney i do not like his presentation I do not like his approach. Mm-hmm. I was appalled by his one, quote, apology. Did you see this? I don't think I saw this. Oh, my God. So my husband actually asked me, when we were watching this, I'll tell you what it is. Oh but God. his question, and you'll understand this okay, when so I then excited. tell you the story. His question to me was, would you ever do that in court? And my immediate reaction was no. Never. Oh no. I never would. So bad. Yeah. So first part, he's questioning the daughter, right? The the plaintiff's daughter, who is talking about the supposed GoPro, which we'll mention later, possible GoPro that may or may not have ever existed or may or may not have disappeared. Right. And then this statement about this email where he says, I'm gonna be famous. Right. But he's questioning her, and I think it's an appropriate line of questioning okay. originally about her relationship with her father. Kind of laying the right. foundation. That sounds laying like- a foundation for, look, you're his daughter testifying on his behalf. Right. It's a bias. It's a potential bias Absolutely. as to why she would be testifying for him. Maybe her testimony skewed in favor of him because she's his daughter, right? Which I think is... Fair. It's fair question. I literally just asked you for help writing a direct about bias yeah. the other day. Yeah. This is fair cross-examination. He delves a bit into her relationship with her mother. Okay. He delves a bit into the family dynamics. And there's possible abuse or oh. something suggestive of harshness or an an overly angry tone between him and his other daughter as to why maybe she's not testifying. So there's, there's this dynamic that he's questioning, which I honestly didn't think was inappropriate. It doesn't seem nice and it's not nice because it's not supposed to be nice. Right. But there's a way to say things of, you know, Hey, I got to ask you about this. Let's talk about your relationship. You don't have to be mean about it, but I didn't think he was completely inappropriate. Okay. He gets up after the break and he says, and I'm going to try, I try not to curse on these programs. We both try not to to curse on these programs, (laughs) but he says before he starts cross-examining again, like my hands are like clenched. I'm so nervous. It it makes me feel the ick factor. As the attorney, he gets up and he apologizes to this woman. Fair. Okay, fine. I still would not have done that. And I'll tell you why in a minute. Okay. But he says, I'm sorry, Mrs. So-and-so. And and I wish I had the quote. I did not take a copy of this quote, but it was essentially, I was an A, right? I was an A or an A-hole by asking you all about your your family 
and all of this, and I apologize. He said this in court? Yes. Like on the record? On the record, in front of everyone. He actually said the full word. Um, no, he didn't. Yes. No, he didn't. He, like, I'm saying it ap- appropriately so you don't hear the curse word, but he actually said the I think A I'm word in shock right now. In court. And he's like, I apologize. I was a blank and I shouldn't have been asking you, blah, blah, blah. No. A, the attorney should not be cursing. Okay. Right. If the attorney curses at all, then it should be to repeat or to state a quote of, is this what you heard? Yes or no? Am I reading this text message message correctly? Correct. Am I reading this correctly? Does this accurately reflect what you heard, what you saw, what you remember? Fine. But you don't say it as a random flippant comment at the beginning of a state, you're, you're making okay. a statement to a witness. I was also going to say, again, my opinions, and I don't know, and you can answer. I think it's weird to apologize like that. You should never Unless do it. Unless you're prefacing a question like, I'm sorry, this may be a difficult topic to talk about. Yes. And then get into it. But it's not like apologizing for something you said you said or did. You could have just not done it. You Correct. Prepped, like you prepped for this. Correct. You wrote those questions down. If you thought it was inappropriate... Then don't, don't ask. Do it. That seems And if it wasn't, don't apologize, apologize. for it. Like he should not have made the statement. It made him look ridiculous. Like I said, I think there's a way to say, I'm sorry, this may be difficult mm-hmm. couple questions. That is like it's not in a we use I'm sorry in a lot of ways in the mm-hmm. English language. It's not an apology. It's sort of a I'm you know, let me squeeze past you, but we have to do this type of thing. Right. Um it seems very strange to give a statement in open court. One cursing for sure. Yeah. Um, again, I have and a calling mouth. himself that person. I have a potty mouth, and that would be like my worst nightmare to say something on the record that was like me cursing. I don't like. I can't imagine that. And then intentionally, right? You thought about this during the break, and then got up and said this. What? At the very least, it was extremely unprofessional. Um, That's really unprofessional. Yes. It. It's. What did not the judge? Something. Did he? Like, he let it happen. I mean, what I mean, else what are you do you do? At that object? Point? That's the thing is the the plaintiff's counsel. It's it's hard because they're both plaintiff and defense. But for right. this purpose, we'll call Gwyneth Paltrow the defendant, defendant. and the the optometrist um, <laughs> the plaintiff. But as the plaintiff's counsel, I wouldn't have objected. I'm like, but also let if it him was look so- like the a hole that he's claiming himself to be. Okay, right? If- Great. <laughs> Right, like, dur- like, why object? If it was that inappropriate, they would have objected during. Yes. Right? Like, exactly. if it was so egregious, they would have objected or the judge would have stopped it. Yes. Like, so, if it was something that was not okay that was happening. Yes. And in that case, you apologize to the judge, right? Because you disrespected the court. Yes. If you're stopped in the questioning during the questioning because it's inappropriate, it's been objected to, the judge tells you to stop. Right. Then you say, yes, Your Honor, I apologize. Boom. We'll we'll leave this line of questioning and get get on with it, right? Yeah. Anyway, it was I was I was not liking it. It did not rub me right, the right way as a trial attorney. That's so weird. I also this is so funny. I think that attorney, the old man, right? He kind of looks like Alex Murdoch in the way he talks. Really? I feel like in my head he does. The yeah. guy with glasses. The yeah, ma- like the little counsel. Yeah, he just, maybe he just looks I, like an old man. I think he looks like an old version of the guy in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, that's funny. 
Anyway, I can see I, this. It's horrible. We're we're critiquing people, and my little doggy has run into the room. So if you're hearing Perfect. the jingle, I'm like adjusting myself. My foot is numb. I was sitting on it. I'm <laughs> um, so sorry. Okay, so that was one circus moment in the court. So just, let's talk about my other favorite okay. circus moment. Two two favorite circus moments in the court. Okay, they both are dealing with Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm-hmm. One is with her actual testimony, which was, I, (laughs) oh God, I'm so scared. Well, a lot of our listeners and viewers will probably already know where I'm headed with her testimony. Um, but as a trial attorney, if there was any way I could have prevented this testimony, I would have like, if she had ever said anything like this while we were rehearsing. Okay. Okay. All right. So I'm going to lead up to it. I'm going to give you a preface, right? We're going to foreshadow here, and then I'm going to tell you the statement because, okay, let's prep. Okay, Ms. Paltrow, so we're going to prep for your direct examination, Mm -hmm. and you're going to tell us what happened. Yeah. Um, How did this accident happen? Oh, I know. (laughs) Okay, perfect. So here's how the accident happened. Okay, well, what what did you think when this happened? And if she had said to me the words that she said in court— that I'm going to then tell you in a minute. So stay tuned. If she had said anything like that to me, I would have said, okay, okay, Ms. Poncho, stop. Just just a second. Really? Right. Like, for really, real. truly. Is that really what you thought? Right. Well, maybe. Okay, well, what other thoughts did you have? Yes. Right? Did you have any other thought than that? Right. Okay, well, yeah, I also thought this, this, and this. Okay, fantastic. Let's focus on those thoughts. Right. Right? So when you're on the stand and when you're asked a question, I'm not telling her to lie. Let's think about how we're phrasing it. Yes. Let's think about all of the things that you were thinking, and let's focus on the ones that are reasonable and credible, and let's mention right. those. Right. We all have lots of thoughts. Yes. You don't necessarily need to say all those thoughts out loud. Right. So in prepping her, these are the kind of... Someone who has a mic and tweets like it's a personal diary, but... Right. Uh, Don't be Chelsea. Um, You are truly, between you and my mom, are the worst witnesses I can imagine, and I would not represent you. Really? I think it would be fun on the witness stand if everybody wanted to have a fun trial. Oh, it would be fun. It would be really fun. I'm a... And I'm a... Okay, I will say, in my trial ad classes, I am a terrible practice witness because my only goal to get up there during class is to have a stand-up comedy routine, right? Within the <laughs> You bounds. mess with them. I do mess with them because if you're going to give me an opportunity to say things, um, I'm going to say them. But I think the best part would be the being impeached on something I've said in the past because I just yes. say things, right? Yes, you do. So I'm going to Read find- directly. Oh, God. This quote, um, it's in multiple media sites. I would say I can, you know, list 80 of them. But where is this specific quote? Because I want to read it correctly. Of course. Okay. Oh, is this? I got very upset. I've seen some. Okay, okay. Okay, perfect. So here's here's the start of it. Um, <laughs> Poncher explained she initially thought she may have may have been getting sexually assaulted. Okay, right. See your eyes. Right. That was my eyes too. Mm. She said. So that was a quick thought that went through my head when I was trying to reconcile what was happening. 
Two skis came between my skis, forcing my legs apart, and then a body pressing against me. My brain was trying to make sense of what is happening. I thought, is this a practical joke? Is someone doing something perverted? And here it is. My mind was going very, very quickly, and my mind was trying to ascertain what had happened. And then, yeah, she basically said she thought she was being sexually assaulted. Which to me is a, may, maybe, and maybe truthfully, it was a thought that she had, but it seems odd to me now, yes. I think, and I am just, you know, spitballing here. I think that even if that was a thought that you had, because she is a celebrity and guess what? That it is dangerous and there is a different level of like, I think if I was- On at, the ski slope? Well, not right, right. We have In to do- In a ski slope. But I think if you're with her family, sort of, I know, primed for it, maybe that's a thought. Maybe that I'm trying to see like where she might have been coming from. And I'm like trying to think through this, right? Like, I think maybe if you're that famous and someone comes up and grabs you, that is your first thought. Maybe. I don't know. Why wouldn't your first thought be that's my husband or my boyfriend yeah. or whoever he was at the time, current husband. They were doing this family excursion to see if their families would mesh. Oh. Um, yeah. That's so why bit. would your first thought be someone sexually assaulting me in a ski suit on a slope right. without knowing who I am right. in this that's random like, bunny suit versus that's what I'm like, I'm obviously spitballing out loud and just thinking because that it did seem odd to me. Super first. I'm it's trying to see so maybe strange, but even, okay. So even, and you would tell me, like you said, if that's what she said while you are sort of going over direct questions, couldn't you just say, I thought I was being attacked. Even that yes. sounds better to me. And yes. That is the truth. Yes. She's saying she thought she was being assaulted. 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 Leave it there. Um, Leave it there. But I mean, I'm, but again, it goes to that thing of like her saying odd things. I think how bizarre, but it gives her credibility. I know. Because I, it seems like something is like, why would you say that? Right? It was really a cringe moment. Um, it just seemed odd to yeah, me. It was very odd. It was not something I would, as an attorney for her, I would have cringed um, because it was cringeworthy. And speaking of cringeworthy, so here was my third famous favorite moment of all of this testimony. And there's been so many, so many things on the news now that I am not the first. Have you seen these diagrams? I don't think so. (laughs) I was going to say, I saw somebody doing a joke recreation of it. Um, I also saw, are you talking about like the thing where it shows like the path of the skis? No. So that's the animation. Okay. okay. Um, (laughs) I am loving this thing. It, it hurts me and it doesn't to watch and to read these things. It, it really is like I'm at the zoo watching the monkeys do something perverted. Um, and you can't look away because when do you ever get to see monkeys doing anything? <laughs> but it's really, it makes me feel bad. <laughs> it does make me feel better, honestly, to see some in the, a lot of the public trials that we've been keeping up with how some of the attorneys are. Because I'm like, I'm not going to be the worst one out there. No, <laughs> no. Like, God, it makes no. me feel so much better. That's so messed up, right? But I'm like, it's not. I'm like, okay, I can do at least that well. Yeah. This person passed the bar. Right. I wouldn't do that. Absolutely. Yes. There, there is that. I think it's a fair comparison. And in this case, so we knew, and we, we suggested last week that this would come down to a battle of the experts. Absolutely. Where, and, and including with him, what I said last week is absolutely true is she has presented experts who said, who are claiming Mm -hmm. that his symptoms, his mental symptoms are also consistent with dementia and old age and he's getting older and even anxiety 
that you would forget things if you're that stressed and you're that anxious. I, mean, I think there's a lot of, I think that's the thing with anything that we just don't understand the brain enough right. that you, there can be something as simple as losing your car keys regularly could have, it could be ADHD. It could be dementia. It could be a TBI. Like there, it's very hard to say this symptom is only indicative of this one cause. Yes. And that's exactly what her experts have done is they have gotten on the stand. At least one or two of them have gotten on the stand saying, we believe that it's, you know, in our expert opinion, it's just as likely that he has had an early onset of dementia or not even necessarily early so onset age. because he's in his seventies, oh, yeah. that it's a form of increasing dementia, that it's a form of anxiety, et cetera. But then she's got this amazing oh, witness wow. who I just have to love because again, cringe. Okay. <laughs> they have one that has animations. Okay. okay where they've done like video game, almost it's animations. What it like. Yes where they have it from the perspective of one of the other witnesses as to what he would have seen on the slope. And it's very expertly done. Mm -hmm. It actually is very well done. I think it's really cool that we have the technology to put these type of things in court. Right. Where they say, okay, so here's where Gwyneth Paltrow would be. Here's where he would be. um, And here's how the accident would have happened according to the witness. Right. And then the expert says, according to the way that I and my expertise see it, this is consistent with him having run into her. Right. Okay. So his injuries are consistent with him having run into her and not vice versa. So they're using this, this animation. Mm -hmm. And then they pin up this poor witness and I'm going to see if I can find, and here I am. And I took pictures of all of this, but he, he is, what is his title? He's a, some type of physicist. Um, he is. What do physicists do all day? They just like teach. Okay, he's a biomechanical engineering expert and ski collision researcher. And what he has done wait, wait, is wait. he is roll that back real quick. <laughs> <laughs> roll that back just a little bit. What's mm-hmm. that last part? Ski collision researcher. What does that mean? It means that he's an expert because according to evidentiary rules, you can be an expert in a field if you have education or training. But can you call, I'm a ski crash expert? That seems absurd. I don't know. And here's what I don't know. I don't know what the official certification was of him on the stand. Is to, to be an expert on the stand, you actually have to lay foundation and ask for the court to recognize that witness yeah. as an expert in something. So you might not necessarily be someone who has all of these degrees. You could be an expert in whatever that particular thing is. Correct. You could qualify me as an expert in the weekly wine podcast. Yes. Right. I have actually qualified experts when I was a prosecutor. I loved questioning detectives because I could get them as experts in certain areas. Right. And one of my favorites was we were doing a a trial about a gun Mm -hmm. and drugs. And he became an expert in the local slang. Oh, that's interesting. And we had him lay foundation of he knew the local slang because of how many years on the road and on the street and how many interactions he'd had with local gang members and and on and on and on, where we we basically said for the last two years, this is all he's done. He has been in this community. Yeah. 
Specifically. Specifically. And in this community, he knows what the slang is in terms of drugs and guns. And we certified him as an expert in the local community slang. That is so specific. I love it. It was. And he was able to testify that one of the words that that the defendant had used was slang for a gun. Oh, what was it? Do you know? I don't even okay. remember. I was going to say that would be so fun. I don't. I don't remember what it was. Um, but it, it was a very particular word. And the judge believed it was a bench trial. And the judge believed that, yes, when he said that word right. in jail um, jail tapes where oh he was God. talking to someone through jail Shut tapes. Shut up. Everything is recorded. Guys. I know. Everybody stop talking, please. I listen to jail calls, too. And I'm just like. Yeah, y'all are spilling your life, and that's what he did. Is he was talking to one of his friends, and he he was saying, "Go, go hide this whatever the term was, yeah. get it out of this particular place in the car." You're kidding me? No, I. That's exactly what it was, and the judge allowed testimony that this guy hearing these words would it would mean this particular okay. type of gun. Oh, that's so interesting. Um, so anyway, so that's how an expert is established. So you can be an expert in something without having gone to Harvard or Yale or I think maybe have. I was focusing on the researcher. Like, does he specifically, like, I mean, I don't know. I don't and know. maybe he was. Maybe he does. I'm just. I don't, I don't know, but he technically could be. But he testified to the physics of things okay. of based on the laws of physics. Oh my God. I've been taking a real science class since high school. Jesus. I know. Based on the laws of physics. It's like gravity, right? Right. Could or could not have happened um, in this way. And after using this beautiful animation that they had put together and spent tons of money on, God knows how much money they have put into this, he comes up with this crude drawing. And you guys are going to have to look it up. So I'm not going to put it on here because a lot of this is audio for, for our listeners. I will explain it. I'll tell them what it... Um, oh, my God. You <laughs> I'm are... showing Chelsea the picture that this expert drew. This might have to be censored because this looks highly inappropriate. Okay, so what we have here is it, it looks like this. Oh, my God. This um, was his expert testimony. He was drawing on a whiteboard. Well, I definitely have the artistic (laughs) ability to be a physicist, apparently, because we have two stick figures. Well, one stick figure, one dotted figure, to be clear. Um, And the first first figure we have is at a right angle, like an L shape, (laughs) with a circle head. Um, and for their, what I assume to be their hip pelvic region, we have a a rectangle, right? And the rectangle's here. Um, behind that, we have our dotted line person. Um, whose rectangle is lined up to the other rectangle, <laughs> but at a slightly raised angle. And it looks like what a high school boy might draw um, on a desk in a classroom. It looks like there's a little bit of motion in the ocean. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Chelsea has interacted with us in a little... <laughs> <laughs> more for exciting manner than usual. Our audio listeners, I would love if you looked at the picture and told me how accurate that description was because that was the best of my ability right it, there. It, it's a fairly accurate description. <laughs> um, it basically, one of the reporters that I, I saw said uh, described it as looking like a lap dance. Yes. Um, which would go toward, you know, poor Gwyneth's assertion that she might be sexually assaulted as if it really I mean, looks I like it. That looks like a very erotic image right there it really does to this poor guy i mean he's been he has been made fun of and again let's talk about attorneys yes because this goes to oh god 
trial ability and trial strategy. Okay. So Chelsea, you're going to be this, I'm going to okay. call him the physicist. Oh, I love it. Okay. Yes. This particular witness. Okay, Mr. Physicist. Yes. We're talking before you go into court. Mm-hmm. So I know what I'm going to and how what I talk. you're going to yep. say, how you're going to present it. We're going to go through your diagrams so I know what you're showing mm-hmm. to the court. Not so that you can lie, but so that we know how it is. And if right. we need to change things up, move things, make things, you know, bigger, make things, whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Mr. Witness, uh, Mr. Physicist, I need you to go to that whiteboard. Okay. And if you can draw what you think happened in this collision. Okay, great. Okay. Let me take my little marker and mm-hmm. I'm going to go draw. And okay. you're going to draw this, this, this diagram, oh, great. right? Okay. Mm-hmm. A little motion in the ocean, right? And my little eyes are going to be this big and I'm going to be like, oh, wow, Mr. Physicist, I'm so glad that you drew that yes. for me now. Um, is there any other way that you can draw this to depict what you think happened? Any other way? Right. I mean, truly, if he'd even just spaced out the bodies slightly and drew an arrow, it would have looked like a very different picture. But they yes. are so close. It, like the little, <laughs> the little hit boxes are like lined up. It looks like they are having like dry sexual intercourse of some sort, except you know that they're in ski suits. It is really, again, I truly think cringy. Cringe. However, my son says that I am so not cringe, not with everything anymore. My son I'm trying, makes fun I know. of me all the time, but I think he says cringe. It is so cringe. Yeah, it's embarrassing. I also think it's kind of funny. Let it happen. As but an attorney, I, you have the ability to stop that. I just feel like it's a strange Before. choice to have him draw things when everything else was high tech. Everything else was animated. Yeah, it was such a poor choice. I don't know why you would do that. Don't, it, you know what? If it's going to look like that, don't draw at all. Just explain yeah. it. Just simply say in your expert, did you form an expert yeah. opinion? What is it? At, what is your expert opinion? It is, is my expert accurate, opinion. Here's a computer rendered image. Do you think this is an accurate yes. depiction of your expert opinion? Yes. Great. Can we publish it to the jury? Done. Yes. That's all you had to do. Or don't show him anything and just say, based on your opinion, what do you think happened? I think Miss Paltrow's version is exactly what happened. Done. Great. Done. Why put him on and make it make you look pitiful, make your client look awful, put you in hey, the media circus? I'm you know talking what? about you. Maybe there's a strategy because the jury's not going to forget it. Well, they certainly won't. <laughs> but I'll tell you in the jury room, that's not what I would want to be talked about in the jury that's, room. That's fair. Because it would make my own client look, look like a la- laughing stock. Look goofy. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so here's the one thing that I can't figure out. I only saw this clip on TikTok. Why was Taylor Swift being discussed? God knows. Because I don't I'm know. So that confused. was a poor choice on the other side. The other part that I saw, again, this attorney that I believe is the plaintiff, the man's attorney, um, who was like this woman in the blue jacket. Mm-hmm. That's what I keep saying. She also was like, how tall are you, Miss Paltrow? And she's like, one, she... Pretend like she had to think about it. You don't know how tall you are. <laughs> right. Isn't that easy? Like, are you not going to casting? Oh, whatever. And she was like, I'm sorry. Um, so then she says, like, just under 5'10", which, okay. And she goes, something, something, something. Well, you're not that small, are you? The, or, did you not see this? No, I this missed that. This is the one that. clip, and I had it replayed because 
Gwyneth's face is like obviously very offended because the attorney like quips back. They're talking about something about what damage or blah, blah, blah about, you know, she's so dainty and like got injured or whatever. And she's like, well, you're not that small, are you? Girl. (laughs) I truly, and like you, her eyebrows are about up to her hairline because she's like, what? Yeah. She's already just eating bone broth all day, guys. Leave her alone. I know. You're going to give her an even bigger complex. Make her wither away. Okay, so, so that's our GoPro. We have to talk about the GoPro. We have to talk about that. Then we're going to hit TikTok, and then we're yes. going to sign off because yes. I'm ha- going to go back to my TV and my phone <laughs> and wait for this jury <laughs> to see Again, what they say. If um, they, here's how we should raise more money. This is like I just had a thought for mm-hmm. public interest. We film jury deliberations and we sell them as movies. God. I would watch that. I would buy everyone. Right. I know. There's such a privacy about the juries, though. And you want that because you don't, don't. want people I don't to. I want that. I no, don't. but I do because you don't want people trying to get on a jury so they can be famous. Right. Okay, because you don't fair. want them right, to like, make a decision not, based on will they be famous or more famous right, with that decision. It's not like a love is blind audition. Right. But right. You don't want them to make a fool of themselves in the jury room and put on a show just for a show. Professional jurors who it's their job to be jurors. Yeah. I would love that. I you can pay me to be a juror, but you I will be me. so judgy of the attorneys. Me too. But I think we should have critical eyes. And I think yeah. if you're a professional at it, Hmm. Okay, tell me about the GoPro. Okay. So this is my understanding. Correct me if I'm wrong. So, and this is something we talked about last time, was that there had been a conversation. I thought it was text, but it looks like it was emails. I'm unsure because there was like a a title line. So I think it was emails. Um, I don't email my parents, but whatever. Um, But, you know, he's older. Yes. Do you email email your parents? Yeah, but... Okay, okay. I mean, my dad's a professor. Okay. Right. And Dean. Yeah. Deals a lot in email and not text. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. I feel my like my mom I mostly call. Okay. I like send I send my mom like documents through email, but I've never like had a conversation with my parents through email. So I thought that was strange, but maybe it's just a thing. I think it might be generational. Okay. That makes sense. My mom is kind of younger. I mean, significantly younger than this man is. Um Okay, so there's this email thread, and he had titled it, and we talked about it last time, of like, I'm going to be famous, but at what cost? And I still, I remain, I retain my opinion that that is a joke, and it's something I could see even if you were seriously injured Yeah. saying. Um, I feel like that's something that I would say in jest, which now I'm like rethinking it, because that is for sure something. I'd be like, right. I'm, about, I'm about to be a superstar. And right. And I would never mean it seriously. Right. It's a joke. So that's what the sort of subject line is. Um, and then there's this conversation back and forth. And the daughter who testified responded back to her father at one point saying, oh my gosh, I'm sorry that happened type of thing. But I'm so glad you caught it all on the GoPro. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully that will make things easier. Blah, blah. It was not a very long message. So then everyone's like, oh, there's a GoPro. Yeah. What GoPro? What was caught on the GoPro? Mm-hmm. Um, because Based on what was written at the time this happened, I think it was like a day after, in this conversation indicates that the daughter believed there was a video. Some kind of video. Of it. And that her belief that that video existed and showed what happened was told to her by her father. Mm-hmm. However, there has been no GoPro video no GoPro. produced. 
Mm-hmm. Right? None. So this is my thing. I think there's two things that happened. One is more insidious than the other. <laughs> we like those theories. One, I think there was a GoPro video that existed in the chaos of like injuries and getting things mm-hmm. taken care of. It was just lost, which I think if I was in an accident and I had a video that proved I was right, I wouldn't Wouldn't lose it. Wouldn't you keep that? You would think. So that does seem... I would try to keep that. That's like possible, not probable, in my opinion. My more insidious opinion. Well, I guess there's two more. My more insidious opinion. Two. Two. Look, I have a lot of thoughts. I've been reading too many thriller books. Okay. (laughs) So the second one is that there is a GoPro video and it doesn't show what he's saying it shows and he destroyed it, which to me is like... You yeah. can't do that. Um, you can't. And if they were able to prove that one had existed, the, oh, the that's, defense. That's in trouble. You're in trouble. If they had proved that one had existed and was destroyed, then you can ask the court to instruct the jury of a negative inference. Yes. That it actually showed that he was in the wrong and they are able to infer that from the lack of a GoPro video. And I think even if that instruction is not given, that seems to be the takeaway from the testimony of the daughter because when she was specifically Mm -hmm. asked about it, did you see a video? She did a little tap dance around the question, um, which made her look terrible. It did. It like looked, I get, people are nervous. People do weird things on the stand and I try not to judge like body language and stuff too much because I don't think there's a lot of stock in it. Um, when people are in a very uncomfortable position, comparing it to her testimony about three minutes earlier, she was like, um, I mean, I can't say for sure, but I would assume that I clicked the link and saw the video as her head is like bouncing around the courtroom, um, looking anywhere, but at the person asking her the question didn't seem to help the case. Um, as a juror, you're able to look at body language and make whatever inferences you think based I mean, that's on we, your real life experience. That was what we started this conversation off on was sort of who do we believe and why and what is that perception? And so I think that didn't help anybody's case. Um, yeah. Then there's the other thing of like the GoPro never existed. There's no video of this GoPro, which again, too many like novels right now. But if a GoPro never existed... To me, or GoPro video of this thing never existed, that would support the claim that Gwyneth's lawyers are making that he is just trying to take her for all she's worth, right? Yeah. And that, to me, means that the daughter would be in on it, and they're, like, concocting this all the way back when the collision happened. Do I know any of this? No, but I think those are, like, I don't think I'm alone in the assumptions I could draw from that. So what are your assumptions? Yes. Um, put in the comments what your assumptions were um, when you see this and listen to this. Absolutely. Did your theories pan out with the jury's verdict? Are we going um, to Are we going to do predictions? Oh, okay. Let's embarrass ourselves again. Okay. What's your prediction? I think Gwyneth Paltrow is going to win. Or like she's, okay, I don't know if she's going to get any money, to be clear, because she countersued or whatever. She can't. It's only a dollar that yes. she could get. Um. I think there's going to be a victory in her favor. That's that's my or a verdict in her. I don't want to say a victory. A verdict in her favor. That's my prediction, and that's because I think she comes off as more credible. I think the GoPro thing is weird. I think they are both incredible, uncredible, unbelievable. I think they're both unlikable. I think they're both of those. Um, and I think in this particular case, 
if you just don't know which one is telling the truth and which one isn't, I, for me, mm-hmm. I would not honestly know which one was telling the truth. Oh. I would think it's just as likely that either of their scenarios happened. And if it's 50, 50, you have to rule in favor of the defense. Yes. So and there also, would be a defense verdict. I also think there's just for Gwyneth Paltrow. a thing of like, and this is just me. Why couldn't y'all have worked this out before coming in court? This is absurd. Yeah. Right. Like there's a little bit of that, I think to me, but I don't, and I truly, even though I think the decision will be in her favor, I don't know what happened. I think it is equally likely that she ran into him or he ran into her. Like I she agree. Said, I don't, and I don't know why maybe this wasn't addressed because they were talking about where her eyes were, but she did specifically mention her son being to her side. To me, that seemed like a perfect opportunity to say, well, isn't it likely that you looked over at your son and weren't oh, they attention. have had some of that okay testimony. i must have missed yeah that they part did of have it? some of that testimony okay. because i'm like i don't know who ran into who yeah i do think just the fact that it's gotten to this point is a little absurd um and i think they're both just real unlikable yeah so those yeah. are our predictions we're gonna see how good or bad they were yes. what yours were put them in the comments we'd yes. love to see what your predictions were maybe we'll be right this time we and maybe. Look, we're on the same page so we're we gonna cross are our- on the same page today we have the same opinion um and this is the opinion of a plaintiff's injury attorney and a law student <laughs> who helps with a plaintiff's yeah, injury exactly. attorney um so that's what we have now you have to give us a, an anecdote or two from the tiktok okay. congress Yes. congressional testimony I and just then wanted we to will chit chat about this because <laughs> oh my gosh i have so many thoughts so we have the ceo of tiktok right like he's testifying um in front of congress who he actually seems likable he okay of all of this he actually this is, seems kind of sweet and likable i'm gonna tell on myself because algorithms are algorithm right now <laughs> After he started testifying, I've seen so many people like post like thirst trap collages of him, like crushing on him, um, which is just absurd. I think it's so funny. Um, However, this is my public statement that we need Mm -hmm. age caps on people who are in Congress. If you don't understand. They have them on judges. Do they? Yeah. I didn't know that. Almost every state has a cap on judges. Because in Virginia, it's 70 years old. You have to retire as a judge at 70 years old. I don't think we should from 70. Honestly, I think it should be at least 75. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay. I do, at least. But the fact that these senators are 80s. Yeah. And even even our president now. I just, maybe I'm. Whatever. Maybe I need to adjust. Just age, not, not an opinion as to a president or any party or other. The ages is all we're talking about. I maybe I need to address some internal ageism because I'm like cut it off at fifty, like which obviously now that not. is some ageism. That's some discrimination. <laughs> Honestly, I'll retire you at fifty. Don't worry. Look, I'm going to retire <laughs> by thirty. I want to live on a beach, tan. Um, I don't know where you're going to work for that. <laughs> I know. I'm just really crossing my fingers about the lottery that I don't play. Okay. All right. <laughs> I've never bought a lottery ticket but ever. I think maybe once on the day I turned 18. Oh, that's shocking. I'm not a gambler at all. Not like, even I just don't. one? I think the day I turned 18, I bought just, one. But wow. Okay. I just don't enjoy the feeling of that. I don't, which is surprising. Okay. Like, I am a risk taker, but I'm not like a money gambler. I'm that very... really interesting I'm for those of you who know Chelsea. Like, yes. That's the one thing I feel like I'm very disciplined about. Like, I just don't enjoy that. So... Okay. Anyway. Sorry. We, like, went off on a tangent there. Um... 
we have people, some of them, the thing is, are, are not even that old. Mm-hmm. Some of the ones would fit in my very strict age cutoff. But the questions that are being asked, yeah, does TikTok access my Wi-Fi? If you enable it, you can use your cell phone data. It doesn't have to access your home network, sir. But there seemed to be, and they all thought they were just eating it up. They thought they were like asking these snappy questions that quite literally were just so illogical. It was sad. The one that I was going back and forth, this one is killing me. I wish I remembered what the Senator's name was. Um, he is asking questions. He's like, is TikTok tracking my face? And the CEO is like, so we have filters you can put on your face that will show where your eyes are. Like if you put a sun, and he used the example of sunglasses. Yeah. And so then the senator's like, you're not tracking if my eyes are dilated. And then the CEO is like, no, we have no technology that would determine if your eyes are dilated or not. And he's like, but you collect that information. And he's like, we collect no face and body data that we store. It's stored on your local device. And then it's deleted, you know, at a regular period on your device. Now, I'm just going to make the assumption because it is the majority in the United States that Senator has an iPhone. What do we have on our iPhones? Face ID. You are worried Facial about- Facial recognition on your iPhones. This is not through TikTok. No. This is, is through your Apple. iPhone. The other one that's killing me is some of these senators are telling on them. We talk about algorithms. Some of these senators are telling on themselves. They're like, I get on the app and all I see is young girls dancing with in bikinis. Oh, is that what you see? I have never seen a child dancing I on my free page. <laughs> I don't see those. I have either. never seen one actually. So, sir, got something you need to admit to the room? Um, right. Anyways. Why? Why are you seeing these? This one thing, like I've never seen a child dancing on my for you page. Um, so there's that, but it's like, I'm just shocked at the like disconnect maybe. And this kind of ties in with the trial that yeah. some, I'm going to use the word elite very generally to talk yeah. about Congress and talk about, you know, celebrity just seems so detached from like what's happening. And I'm like, how, I don't know how this is happening, but it is scary. So, yeah. if, you know, if you need me, I'll be in an, on an island by myself around no other people. Using TikTok. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Catch me doing my little dances on TikTok. <laughs> but I just want to talk about it because I've, that's all that's on my For You page. And I've just been flabbergasted. And maybe is the word. Too. I think that's a good, good word. Okay. Because we are beyond the circus that went into the zoo. Yes. Exactly. Um, that is really the the theme I think of this this last week is Absolutely. the zoo. We've been at the zoo. Feels like it. And at least it's interesting and entertaining and that's why you go to the zoo and pay money. I know, but I don't want our legal system to be entertaining. <laughs> Maybe is that like a, an overarching theme of like I am entertained, but I wish it was not entertaining. <laughs> But we shouldn't be. But yeah. like, I don't want to be. I don't want my dentist to be entertaining. I don't want my attorney. Like, right. Like, yeah. No, that's true. Um, but we are entertained. I mean, I think we're entertaining. <laughs> the exception is what me, do you obviously. Think? Yes, of course. Of course. <laughs> Chelsea makes things entertaining. Queen for a day. I, <laughs> I, she is the comic relief. I am you the are entertaining. stoic. I'm just saying, Observer, we are the exception. I want all the other lawyers to be boring, but not Mm -hmm. us, right? Not us. We don't think we're boring. Um, But anyway, 
like us, follow us, comment. I'm sure if they think we're boring, they'll tell us. <laughs> or they'll just stop watching or listening. And that's fine, too. Um, other people. It's the internet. They'll no. leave a hate comment. <laughs> you know, we have gotten some of those. But I love everyone them. does. And it's okay. It's quite all right. Um, we prefer for you not to. We like positive comments and wine comments. We do love that. Give us your own trial ideas of what, what was said and what you thought about it. Mm -hmm. But we will be back next week. We'll at least comment on the verdict and see what's happening next week in the news. And as a brief aside, um, we do know and recognize, we probably should have said this at the beginning that this week has been filled in the news with the shooting in Nashville. Okay. We do know it. We recognize it. Um, we are broken for it. Um, I grew up in a little town near Nashville. Um, so it's a little more close to home. I have a lot of friends who are still in that area. My family is still in that area. Um, Chelsea, may I tell on you just a second? Yes. Chelsea cried. Yes. Um, a lot from the news. Um, so we have chosen not to address it this week, partly because it is so difficult for us. And partly because, at least legally speaking, it is it is not our part yeah. of the news. Um, maybe it will be legal later. Some would argue that the Second Amendment and gun sh- control is a legal issue. Yes. It is definitely a constitutional issue. It could right. be seen as a legal issue. But for our purposes, we have chosen not to talk about it today. Yeah, I think that is that. Whatever your opinions are mm-hmm. on the constitutional aspect of it, I don't think any remedy to this is going to be like in a trial in a courtroom, yeah. which is mostly what we talk about. It'll be legal as in legislation, right? Yeah. And that's sort of where that's happening. And we don't really cover legislation or um, that type of stuff. Correct. And yes, I'm just, and you're completely right. I was bawling and I was like, I texted her and was like, we can't talk about this because I, I just can't talk about it in a if I see another video of like a, a nine-year-old and yeah. an obituary, like I just, I'm over it. I, I say over it. That's not the word I'm looking for. It's I know just very upsetting. And I just would rather talk about goofy things here. So, yeah. So that's, that's where we are, but, um, our hearts go out to Nashville and to the victims and their Absolutely. families. Um, and that's where we are for this week. That is the craziness of yeah. the end of March. It is the end of March of 2023. This is what is happening in our news. seasonal depression season. <laughs> it, it is. Yeah. We're getting into spring. Things are blooming. It's cherry blossom season, Absolutely. especially over here in D.C. area. Beautiful outside. Yes. So we're going to focus um, in the end on the beautiful cherry blossoms and the festivals going on. Yes. Cheers to all of you. Hope you had a wonderful time and are enjoying your happy hour and the end of your Friday evening. We will be back next week with whatever those hottest legal topics are. I'm Virginia Tarani. And I'm Chelsea Rogers. We're part of Tarani Law LLC because you never need a lawyer. Until you do.